This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. It's time for the Clang Valley's biggest conversation. Talk back on the evening edition, only on BFM 89.9. Good evening, Caroline and Uma with you. It's Talkback Thursday. Let me give you that number, 0377109000. You can call us there. You can also text us on 0162019000. You can tweet us at BFM Radio. Um, It was reported yesterday that IDEAS, the Institute for Democracy and Economic Affairs, didn't support the idea of cash incentives to encourage more births. This was actually in reference to the Trangano government's program to raise birth levels in the state as a part of, uh, you know, kind of uh, uh, kick-starting their economy, if you will. So as part of that program, the Trungano government hands out 100 ringgit for every first birth, 200 for every second to seventh birth, seventh, seventh, and 500 for every birth exceeding seven. Oh. Um, so the number of births recorded in Trungano was between 19 and 20,000. Um, so they're going for 25,000 births a year. Oh, with baby eight, nine and ten, Caroline, you're just going to be rich love, with those 500 ringgit. <laughs> Anyway, Ideas is saying that in the case of Trangano, it's irresponsible and dangerous to encourage families to have more children when they can't afford it. They pointed out the fact that for most people, the decision to have a child is not just about wanting to bring another life into the world. It's actually a major financial decision and that too many children are being left behind by the richer peers as a result, as a result of the family being unable to cope with the escalating costs yeah. of bringing them up. However, having said that cash incentives uh, aren't exactly a no. new concept, uh, countries like Singapore, Japan, Canada, Australia, they employ these baby bonuses to push for higher birth rates, uh, but usually as part of larger strategies, right? That's include, the key phrase, right? There's yeah, a strategy. There is, there is. Strategies that include uh, things like monthly stipends until the child is 15, for example, state-supported daycare, uh, tuition waivers, and well, other efforts designed to make parenthood more appealing. On the whole, there's also a, a big push right, for greater roles uh, for fathers at home, including the acceptance of working mothers and a supportive corporate culture. Yeah, Malaysia's declining birth rate uh, has been the center of attention for quite some time now and for the most part the existing government initiatives don't seem to be attractive enough. And so today we'd like to better understand the issue so we're opening the lines for you to tell us what you think is money the deciding factor when it comes to having kids. What would it take for you to have more kids and also should we be having more kids is a big question in itself. Well, um, if we want to do something about the birth rate, I think, um, you know, the answer is yes. I'm not saying go do it for your, for your country. Do but, it for your um, country. Yeah, but, um, yeah, you know, we received a couple of tweets so far because uh, we asked you whether or not money is the main factor when it comes to uh, having kids. What factors do you consider? Abdul Rahman has said that the environment that they'll be growing up in is something that he considers. CK um, sent in $3 signs, so it's... It's all about the money. It's not just money. It's money, money, money. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) So, folks, what is the deciding factor when it comes to having kids? Is money, does money play a very important role in your decision making? Call us on 0377109000. You can text us on 0162019000. You can tweet us at BFM Radio. Yep. You know, um, I think when it comes to uh, giving cash incentives for births, I mean, governments, uh, although we say that many other countries have done it, they have sort of a mixed record in pushing up these birth rates, haven't they? Um, because these economic inducements sometimes fails to to overcome other complex societal factors well, that affect baby-making decisions. Yeah, I mean, Singapore hasn't had a great track record in actually getting those numbers up. They've even had a very, very bad YouTube ad. Do you remember that, Caroline, in trying to encourage people to make whoopee? 
Mm? Yeah, Singapore. Uh, Singapore put out a bad ad. It had a it had a rap song, like a national. It was part of their national day campaign about. Yes, going out and making babies. Okay. You should definitely Google that, though. That's hey. your Google moment for the year. Yeah. Uh, this thing is, it's a really uncomfortable area for the government to be stepping stepping into, uh, you know, just conceiving. And just conceiving a child. <laughs> yeah. Um, and also, you know, the, the whole thing about uh, being supportive of the larger picture. So um, a lot of women, um, you know, they forego sort of having a second child because the most household chores, um, you know, they, they still shoulder them um, on top of having the burdens of of having having the first child, right? And and also, you, you mentioned earlier, Caroline, that there is a very little um, incentive provided by corporations as well. They make it very difficult for you um, to have a baby and also pursue a successful career. You always get left behind. Uh, there are some there are some corporations that have made strides in that matter, but very few of them actually do in the larger scope of the Malaysian working world. So this tweet from uh, Seaman C saying uh, uh, the girlfriend says painless delivery is all it takes. So that's one. Uh, Liana which says overpopulation, finances, equality, wars, people like Trump becoming president. So yeah, no kids. <laughs> <laughs> Call us folks on 0377109000. You can text us on 0162019000. You can tweet us at BFM Radio. We've got some cooler shaker coming your way. Shower your love on BFM 89.9. Time for the four T's. Tweet, text, talk, talk back on BFM 89.9. Good evening, Caroline and Uma with you. It's Talk Back Thursday on the evening edition. 0377109000 is the number to call. You can text us on 0162019000 and you can tweet us at BFM Radio. We're asking you today, what are some of the deciding factors when it comes to having kids is money a deciding factor when it comes to having kids? I mean, that's an incredibly important question for a lot of people. I don't think it's just anecdotal. Mm. Uh, almost everyone no, no. I speak to tells me that the financial uh, burden is something they have to consider. It's probably the number one consideration. Yeah, uh, We've got Helmi on the line. Um, hey, Helmi, thank you for holding. Oh, Helmi. Was not uh, holding. Was not holding, but do call us back, Helmi. We seem to have lost you. Very quickly, so this tweet in from Tian Sun saying, I do know of many uh, Gen Y couples who decided uh, uh, to have um, yeah, less kids citing financial burdens as the number one reason. Sorry, less kids citing financial burdens. Oh, yeah. that's good to know. Yeah, so, but, but that's Gen the Y, thing, the, the, uh, it's, it, it is the financial burden. So that still it seems to be the big consideration. Yes, but uh, but um, uh, as we had a tweet earlier on, I mean, there's there's a lot of other things that uh, uh, seem to play a factor as well. Caroline, Donald Trump being president, you know, the world seems to be going to hell in a handbasket. Um, the state of the environment, for example, um, overpopulation, hunger, starvation. I'm sorry to bring you all down with my misery, but um, I, I don't know how much. No, but but then again, I don't know how many people actually think about all of these extenuating factors because we still live in a culture where um, having children is a—it's uh, it's not just a big deal. It's almost a—it's your, it's your it's sole expected. purpose after getting it's married. It's expected. Right? So uh, I can tell you um, how many. It's forty-two percent. Forty-two percent because we have a poll running That's on right. our Twitter website. We're asking whether or not money is the main factor when it comes to having kids. Fifty-eight percent of uh, respondents have said yep. Thirteen uh, percent have said no. Twenty-nine percent have said it's complicated. Okay, so if it is complicated, mm. uh, we would like you to call us on zero three seven seven one zero nine thousand and tell us why you feel it's complicated. Yeah. Also, I, I guess you know um, how much does it actually cost to raise a child? Um, how much do you spend on each child? So when you're thinking, you know, shall Depends I have a which kid? Which one's your favorite? Shall I? <laughs> 
Shall we have more children, for example? How many children should we have? What is that ballpark figure that you have in your head? And also, I think there's another thing we need, we should talk about, uh, which is the irresponsibility of a state government coming out and saying that people should have up to eight children or more to get cash incentives of, or, or and even one-off cash incentives of 500 ringgit. How is that going to help you? Raising one kid costs a fortune. Imagine raising eight. Mm, and I do wonder, because there wasn't much by way of an explanation, so that's a one-off payment for the government of Tranganu and that seems to be... <laughs> Um, but it's strategy. a lifetime of payments for you, lah. It is a lifetime. <laughs> That's right. So we're asking you today, folks, what are some of the deciding factors when it comes to having children? Is money uh, one of the, one of the most important factors? Please give us a call on zero three seven seven one zero nine thousand and let us know. In the meantime, here's Little Willie John with Fever on BFM eighty nine point nine. Zero three double seven one zero nine thousand to talk back. BFM eighty nine point nine. Good evening, Caroline and Uma with you on Talkback Thursday. 0377109000 is the number to call. You can tweet us at BFM Radio. You can also text us on 0162019000. Also, also, uh, we've got a brand new WhatsApp account we on do. that number we as do. well. That's 0162019000. So you can text us and WhatsApp us. And it's not going to cost you anything at all. Because we all like free things, don't we? <laughs> we do. We do indeed. We're asking you today about uh, having kids and whether money is a major deciding factor when it comes to having kids. Uh, we managed to get Helmi back. He's on the line. Helmi, uh, you say money is the most important but not the only factor. What then are some of the other factors? I think money by far is the most important factor. And the other factors, of course, you know, everyone who gets married, the first kid is not really something you think too much about in most circumstances. But then once it reaches number two and then number three, then I think it becomes more and more of an issue. And people probably don't really think about it as much as they should. So conversely, I think states should actually be spending money on family planning rather than encouraging people to, you know, produce more kids without really thinking things through. Yeah. So, uh, so I take it you're not a big fan of the strategy of having eight kids and then offering them 500 ringgit? Uh, no, I, I've, I have two kids and, you know, I, I admire and take my hats off to anyone who's got more than that because it's <laughs> horrendously tiring and, you know, you don't sleep and whatnot. I mean, I love them dearly, but, you know, your life changes and you start thinking about things that you previously didn't think about. So simple things like, you know, marketing, going out, the logistics... And in a context of a country where, you know, maternity leave is only for about two months, hmm. childcare is extremely expensive, there isn't really that, there aren't that really that many employers who are sympathetic to women who, you know, have to balance work and looking after kids. I think a lot of um, opportunities missed to actually educate people on what they need to expect. Like in Malaysia, um, all Malay Muslims have to go through the Kutus Pekawinan in order to get married. That's right. And I think, you know, that's an excellent opportunity for people to sit down with a couple and say, right, guys, you know, it's all good and fun that you're getting married and you're doing things right, but you need to be aware of what to expect because ultimately you're responsible for your kid. Nobody else is. You can't expect the government to give subsidies. You can't expect, you know, free education forever. There will be a problem at some point if you don't think things through. Uh, when it comes to finances, and obviously that is uh, top of mind for many other people as well, um, what costs do you, do you worry about the most? Uh, do you think of education? Do you think of health care? Is there is one just food thing? and sustenance? Yeah. I think, I mean, I suppose you are looking at things both in the short term and the long term. In the long term, for me personally, it's going to be more about education. Mm-hmm. Because um, 
you want to be able to provide the best for your child. And if you look at a lot of um, studies, for example, the most important bit is actually at the beginning when they are still young. So simple things like being able to spend time with them and teach them how to read and spend time telling them stories. Those are important things. And unfortunately, those things also cost money, whether it's through job opportunity costs or actually buying them the right things so that they can actually spend time reading or playing with you. Mm -hmm. So overall, I would say it's more education than anything else. Thank you very much. Thank you so much for your call. Um, Yeah, you see, we've been talking a lot about money, but of course, even if you have three, four, five, six, seven, eight kids... Um, how are you even going to begin to spend time with all the, each of those thing. children? So we received um, a, a WhatsApp from Mahmoud Hisham saying, money and time, working in KL, the nearest affordable houses uh, in Nilai, leave the house at 6am, arriving uh, home at 8pm daily. It'll only allow you to watch your kids sleep. It might be viable if the money incentives is uh, on a, if are on a monthly basis. Um, and don't forget, reserved houses for families of 10 and above, smack in the middle of KL. That would help. Yeah, we've got uh, Satish on the line. Um, hey, Satish, thank you for holding. Uh, what is an important deciding factor for you when it comes to having kids? It used to be money. Um, I think I still believe that it's very important. But um, like what the other caller said, you know, time is also another factor. Um, today, we, we can say that many of us, uh, many of them I know, uh, money is not, is fine, but... I see many parents um, do not have the quality time to spend with their kids. Mm-hmm. Um, so money, time, very important. And uh, and I, I would like to share another thing. Uh, many of them think that, you know, um, if we have children, they will take care of us when they're old. <laughs> yes. I, I think that is, that is not entirely true because when you have kids, you want them to study. And when they study, they will definitely, you know, become... A professional, which they will never have the time. First thing, majority of them will probably migrate. Um, so, you, if you look at this, um, I, I think that that idea is not a, is is totally wrong. But I know people who have four kids and five kids, and their their parents are neglected. So, um, I think Malaysians should really think we will become like Singapore, but. I think you will have a better quality life, and and you know if you're if you're the religious type of person, I think if you don't, uh, you can you know lessen your sin uh, by not um, having children because you can't spend the time, give them the best. All right. Well, thank you very much, Satish. Thank you for your call. Um, uh, well, well, yes. I mean, if you are bringing children into this world, um, you should actually. Uh, do your best to give them the best possible life. And, that and, just, and that's not just is, providing everything for no, them, right? But, but I think, uh, mo- I mean, o- almost all parents do and all parents want that. But Strive towards it. Yes. Yeah, that's right. But, you know, what is actually feasible? What can you offer? Um, at the end of the day, you know, you have to be realistic about it. And eight children, um, I mean, eight children is eight children, isn't it? Uh, this message saying East Coast young couples come to KL for work. La- lack of private industry is the root cause of low birth rates. What do you think about that? La- lack of private industry, yes, I, I can see that happening as well. That was something that uh, the folks at Ideas did mention, actually, so, as, a, as a catalyst for the, for the economy. Another message uh, saying, eight kids and two adults, you need a minibus to legally drive around, not even an alpha. Yeah, you, I mean, it takes, a, it takes a village to raise one kid, Caroline. <laughs> how many villages is it going to take to raise how, eight how, of them? How many alphas do you need for eight children? Absolutely. Yeah. Call us, folks. Uh, we're asking you today 
today about whether money is a deciding factor when it mm-hmm. comes to having kids. You can call us on 0377109000. You can text and wait. You can now WhatsApp us as well on 0162019000. Uh, send us your thoughts on Twitter via at BFM Radio. Uh, all of these things coming your way. Uh, we'll be back after the 6.30 p.m. news. Don't go anywhere. It's Talkback Thursday on the Evening Edition, BFM 89.9. Hey, you, yes, you, you, you in the car, yes, 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 you, I'm talking to you. It's time for Talkback. So, hands-free car kits at the ready? Yes? Good. Let's talk back on BFM 89.9. Good evening, Caroline and Uma with you. It's Talkback Thursday on the evening edition. You can call us on 0377109000. You can text us on 0162019000. You can tweet us at BFM Radio. What's more, we've now got WhatsApp. So you can use that very same number to send us a WhatsApp message. And we're asking you today about the deciding factors you take when it comes to having kids. How big a factor is money? Uh, We've got Victor on the line. Hey, Victor, uh, being a parent, yes, indeed is a big responsibility, but you're against these cash incentives. Yes, good evening, Caroline and Uma. Good Good evening. evening. Uh, I'm totally against the idea. I think the Tengano government idea is misconceived the pun is intended (laughs) (laughs) tell us more Uh, I think anybody who can be influenced by as little as uh, 100 ringgit to make such a a major decision to become a parent actually should not be allowed to do so so actually uh, sometimes I just wonder to drive a car such a small thing you need a license but to come a to become a parent, which requires such great responsibility, no test is needed. I think <laughs> some people, I mean, sadly, uh, I'm sad to say, simply they are not fit to become parents. Oh, you need a license? You want a test? That's a tough test, whether, Victor. Yeah, I don't know whether that's a good idea or not. I, I don't think we'll pass that test, Victor. Well, what do you have to say to this? So we got this message, Victor, saying that, you know, our parents didn't have that much money either, but raised families much bigger than most of us have uh, today. We all became orang. Uh, what do you think of that? Uh, we all become orang. But yeah. uh, what kind of orang? I mean, do we go for this uh, quantity or do we go for quality? Mm. I say we go for quality. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you very much for your call, Victor. Um, I I think, you know, that's a very interesting point about uh, the levels of... uh uh, responsibility that we put upon people, right? Uh, but, you know, wh- why do you need a look, why do you need a license to drive a car, Caroline? You do because you know it's a you have control over life and death. It's a very important thing. It's a dangerous machine. Yep. Um, and yet, when it comes to having uh, when it comes to having babies, when it comes to bringing another life into this world and having to look after that life for at least eighteen years, we have no prerequisite. Here's a realistic, a realistic look at things. Um, a WhatsApp came in saying money is the main factor. Prenatal and postnatal costs, uh, delivery costs, milk powder and food costs, education costs. We're talking preschool, primary, secondary, tertiary, uh, tuition, rising cost of living, especially in the urban area, the high cost of owning a home. The Trungana government is paying a one-off token. It's not enough to even cover the pre- and postnatal care costs. There you go. Yeah, there we go. There we go. That was a very long message. Sorry, Caroline, did you say it came over WhatsApp? Uh, you came over WhatsApp. That's right, because you can WhatsApp <laughs> us right now on 016-201-9000, as well as call us on 0377109000. We've got Anita on the line. Hey, Anita, thank you for calling. Um, what is a big deciding factor for you when it comes to having babies? 
I have two kids. Um, right. So uh, when I I when I had my kids, uh, it was I got married, and then uh, the right thing to do is to have kids because the minute you get married, in-laws ask you, when is the next child? When is the next child? Almost immediately. Uh, you know, almost immediately, especially when you come to you know different different society, how this kids. So for me, is um, with the Sudan thing, hundred ringgit. Hundred ringgit may not be sufficient, but the purpose of him uh, maybe saying that uh, it's not it's not for, for for working class people and everything because the, the expectation is very high. So it's for the low income people where hundred ringgit in a month makes a difference. I agree, it does make a difference, but the cost for them is just the same. It, it's the same, but. But for them, hundred ringgit. I mean, they pay thirty ringgit. But if they get ten ringgit to go and listen to Charama, <laughs> what is hundred ringgit? Hundred ringgit is like eye opener. We are talking. I don't think the message is for people. Like her, but I think it's more, more for the oh, no. other people. I totally agree with you on the target yeah. of the message, but yeah. I think the yeah. burden for those people will also be much higher if they had eight kids, for example. Well, let's see the purpose. If tomorrow I want to set a cult. For a religion, <laughs> then I would want every each under, uh, a person to probably um, have ten kids or fifteen kids. Yeah, you can start it in your own backyard with that many kids. Yes, you, you know, you know, if one person, imagine if I have twenty persons, you know, I, and sooner or later, if I the cut go bigger, it's both my religion will go spread throughout the world, right? So at the end of the day, we actually need to be aware with whether what's the purpose of doing this. Oh, Anita, so cynical, Anita. You're bringing me down. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> well, thank you so much for your call, though. Um, and, 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 and she's right about the target audience as well. Uh, for those of us living in KL, uh, we may not necessarily be the uh, uh, ideal recipients of this message. Mm. But that being said, the folks at uh, Ideas in that article yesterday rose, raised a very interesting point. I mean, even if the government was making such offers, there need to be solid strategies behind Behind it, especially if the sole purpose was to somehow increase economics in the state. Yeah, uh, very quickly, uh, this message saying 100 ringgit, whether you um, realize this or not, is nearly a full tank of petrol. Yes, absolutely. Mm. Uh, we've got Sharon on the line. Hey, Sharon, thank you so much for calling. Uh, what's the deciding factor for you when it comes to raising children? Uh, I just want to share my perspective. I feel that my parents didn't plan uh, doing proper financial or family planning when they had us. So I'm, I have two other siblings. Okay. So uh, as we were raised throughout our lives, we were always told, like, oh, um, look at what you kids cost us. So we had to sacrifice. <laughs> oh, you know, yeah. because, of you, because of you, I couldn't have this. Because of you, I have to go without that. Blah, blah, blah. And um, maybe they don't mean it that way. But I feel like, I feel like you know, if you're going to hold it over my head, then you just shouldn't have had kids. So you're going to hold oh. I feel like I'm, I'm being begrudged that uh, because of me, you know, you have to put your whole life on hold and give up. And if they had two kids, they could buy that iPhone 7 no, is what they're saying. No, but the thing is this. A lot of the time, I think it is very much the reality. Um, a lot of sacrifices have to be made uh, simply because of the high cost of living and uh, the cost of everything else. Um, I mean, can you, can you accept that? I feel that, yeah, but I feel that if you, you, you know, you made an educated decision to have kids, you voluntarily went through with the process. Then um, you should know that that's part of the parcel. It. Yeah, it, that's what that's what it is. That's what comes with it. And you should hold it. And 
um, till today, my parents still remind me that, you know, the reason we don't have retirement savings is because of you children. And, oh, <laughs> what the hell? And they also expect, I mean, I think they're also expecting us to take care of them when, you know. But the thing is, I'm in my early 20s. I don't know if I can take care of myself. What more take care of maybe a future family or, you know, take care of my parents. So, well, well, Cheryl, yeah. see, that's, that's the key, right? So as you have to take care of your parents, you can be like, well, you see, I could have a nice guy, but I didn't have to look after you right now. Let me ask you this, Cheryl. I mean, are you somebody who's, who still turns to your turn to your parents um, as and when you need a little bit of extra cash? Oh, hell no. I'm working. Mm. Because it seems yeah. to be the case with um, with many, I suppose, young working adults and even, I mean, uh, parents with children uh, these days. Um, a lot of the time, you know, grandparents um, end up babysitting and they end up offsetting a lot of that cost as well. I just want to share another story I have with Please a do. friend of mine. So, um, so when, they, when I was young, younger, maybe like 16, my friend turned to me and asked me, how many children do you want to have when you grow up? Right. And because I was raised in such an environment, I said, when I was 16, okay, from my friend in mind, I said, I don't know if I'll have kids at all. Um, yeah. And I asked this friend back, I said, how many children do you think you will want to have? And he told me at least, and I'm from KL, okay. And he said, oh, at least four. If not more, like the more the better. So you're right, Harold. I mean, it really and depends the environment him, in which you're raised. And then I asked him, like, what, what is going through your mind when you say you want four kids? Yeah. So what is the logic behind that? And he told me, oh, so, you know, like, it's better to have four or five or six. Because then in my old age, I have, like, six sources of retirement supporting me. I'm like, that's not a good way to think. You might as well take out a life insurance because... Um, yeah, you, yeah. It, it's probably cheaper as well. Thank you so much for your call, Cheryl. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, taking out life insurance. Um, he was just playing the odds there, Caroline. Mm. If I have six, yeah. at least yeah. one la will look after but me I when think, I'm old. I think that's a different topic for a different day, right? You know, is in whether or not it's our responsibility to care for our parents in their old age. Oh yeah, no, no, you're absolutely right. I think, um, and, and we shouldn't put that burden on our children. Immediately as well. Immediately. Yes. As in straight out of the womb. No, yeah, not straight out of the womb. I think maybe when they're in their 20s and 30s, yeah. you kind couple, of ease them into it. Give them a couple of weeks. Uh, this tweet came in from Bobby um, answering, um, you know, the factors that one considers before having children. So Bobby says, will my child defy me and support Arsenal? Uh, will it have my ears? Will it reply with daddy when it's favorite celebrities tweet? Very nice. Uh, call us on 037710 you can text us on 016-201-9000. You can also WhatsApp us on that number. You can tweet us at BFM Radio. We're asking you whether a whether money is a deciding factor when it comes to having kids. Uh, we've got the Zootons coming your way after these messages with Valerie on BFM 89.9. Get in touch right now. Call 0377109000. Text 0162019000 or tweet us at BFM Radio. This is Talkback on BFM 89.9. Good evening, Caroline and Uma with you on Talkback Thursday. You heard the man at 77109000 to call. You can text and WhatsApp us on 016-201-9000. You can tweet us at BFM Radio. We're asking you today about what are some of the deciding factors you have when it comes to having kids. This, of course, uh, in relation to an, art, uh, to an announcement by the Trunganu State Government that said that, you know, they want people to have many, many children, up to eight children, and they'll give you 500 ringgit for it. And more. And more. <laughs> so we've got Alvin on the line. Um, hey, Alvin, what's the biggest factor for you? Uh, 
Um, of course, uh, like what everybody say that money uh, is really important. Mm -hmm. But then the second thing that is very important is, I think, is the principle, the value, the ethical and the moral that you want to uh, raise a child with it. And um, like money, you can solve a lot of problems. But what about the things that they should learn? Uh, and that's and that's uh, a that's a deciding factor. Yes, yes, yes. It's really important because mm -hmm. you you want a kid to be well behaved, but how well behaved do you want them to be? Like for example, uh, the school taught us not to throw stuff on uh, in the streets uh, while you are driving right. or whatsoever. But you see kids perpetually doing it. Is that the right thing or wrong thing? Elvin, let me ask you. So earlier we had a caller suggesting, um, actually it was Victor, who said there are no classes for parents. Now, would you be somebody who would welcome, um, I suppose, parenting classes? Uh, first of all, I would like to explain that uh, I'm born out of wedlock mm -hmm. and I only have my mom. Okay. Uh, I disagree with the test thing because mm -hmm. I think the test uh, it's really making things difficult and if you start implementing, I think the whole Malaysia economy is going down as it's going down. Okay, uh, I think that it's really important that the parents decide uh, to, to when they have, once they have children, they should decide what type of child that they want to raise and not just to plan out money and so on and so forth, what type of school but also in principle and ethical and what the child really, what you really want the child, the child to learn in terms of values in life. Mm -hmm. I know it might be like cliche, but it's really true, you know. If Let's say if you, uh, a rich man um, brought up their child in a proper manner, in a gentleman manner, in a more value and principle-based manner, I think they, they actually do quite well besides just money. All right. Well, thank you very much for your call. Um, uh, yes, the way you raise your children is incredibly important. We've got Azura on the line. Hey, Azura, uh, it's not just money. You have to be smart about it. Yep. Not just money. You have to be smart about it because I think before you have kids, you know, this couple who wants to have kids, you have to be, you know, smart uh, in terms of, you know, whether you're financially or emotionally ready to have kids mm -hmm. because yeah if you would if you would like to you know have birth in a private hospital that would cost you 15,000 but mm -hmm. you cannot afford it then don't do it you have government hospitals that you know in a self you would quite you know a, a quite a comfortable you know uh, birth uh, place for you then then go to the government hospital there are no I mean, no less. But, but tell then, me, Asura, I mean, by the time you've got, uh, by the time you're going to um, make these decisions, I mean, it's always rooted in a kind of early conversation that you should have, uh, that you should have had somehow with teachers, with parents. Do you think enough people are having these conversations about what to do before you have a kid and when to have a kid? Okay, I guess it's that we do not have that, you know, the early preparation, you know, like really prepares us mentally and physically and emotionally saying that okay this is what you need to do when you 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 are happy when you're about to have kids but i think in those days you know our parents maybe they maybe they were like fishermen or just clerk in the government offices but they raised eight to nine i know eight to ten kids but 
you know, some like some of these kids they become doctors, engineers, like well known. Um, yeah. You know, well known like ministers and whatnot. But you know, they survive anyway. They make do with whatever they have. I I I think money is not the only deciding factor. But I think parents these days, you know, you, you are smart. The information is at hand. So I think I mean. Parents have to be smart. Parents have to be smart about it. You know, I'm curious though, Azura. So when you say emotionally ready, parents should make that decision when they're emotionally ready. And it's a lot of those things in life, right? You know, you never know that you're ready for it until you're there, yeah. until you're doing it. I mean, how how does one even begin to make that decision? You know, I am emotionally ready. Um, I think it's your ability to adapt the situation like I myself a young parent uh, I got married when I was 28 and then like two months after that I got pregnant we were not ready but I think what, you know having a, having to bring a child you know uh, in this world uh, you know having you know deprived sleeping and then you know you have to go to work and you have to think about work and I travel a lot you know somehow you adapt you adapt to mm-hmm. it you know um, I, I, I think yeah I, I think at the end of the day parents have to be as what you want to have, you know, what what kind of values that you want to bring, you know, your baby into the world. Azura, yeah. thank you very much for your call. Um, yes, have to be smart, and you know what kind of what kind of what kind of value do you want to teach your kid, and what kind of kid do you want to bring into the world, right? We've got we've got Tan on the line. Hey, Tan, thank you so You're much welcome. for calling. Uh, what say you about uh, decisions required before having kids? I think it's quite tough to have a kid. Also, I have a son. I started for 30 old years to bring you up, just to bring you up. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I think the young going to fly kite, I know, they set it up for you. So, sorry, Tan, can you say that again? I think uh, the Sengami government is going to fly kite. <laughs> so, but, 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 you know, with that in mind, though, I mean, do you think that... Um, what, 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 what were the things that were going through your head before you decided to have a child or did you not think about this when you were having your son? No, the time I, I was married after marriage, I have a son that had year. But then I to struggle to go to high school, to go to university. And then my parents have, have six kids. But <sighs> the time is different. Mm-hmm. The time is very low. Not like now. And then for all of us, can we, we can study very well. We've got no chance. Only after from after senior committee, we all drop out again. Right. Yeah. Thank you very much, Tan. Thank you for your call. Um, yeah, you know, there's a lot of um, a lot of a lot of decision making that happens when it comes to having a child, and times have changed so that we've we've actually changed the way we think about having children. Our yeah. parents may not have considered any of this because... I don't know. I don't know whether we're giving them enough credit. Well, no, uh, only because I think it, we live in a world now, Caroline, where you can make that decision mm. easily to not have children. Mm-hmm. I think back then, yeah, it suppose, was yeah. so taboo if you got married and then just came up to your parents and went, you know what? I don't think I'm going to have kids, love. My God, that would be hell to pay. What are you talking about? Yeah, what does that feel that life, right? <laughs> and I think the world has changed in enough of a way, actually. <laughs> uh, we've got Elaine uh, on the line. Elaine, continue the conversation with us. Uh, what is a deciding factor when it comes to having kids? For me, I think the monetary aspect is very important because, um, let's face 
face it. First and foremost, when you want to bring a kid into the world, you talk about adaptability. Whether you are, you are able to adapt to having a kid. You won't know until you have a kid. First and foremost. Mm-hmm. Secondly is when you say that, you know, it depends on what kind of kid you want to bring up. Uh, let's face it, I intend to bring up a very a beautiful child who is who's got impeccable manners, but half the time we see the kids in the, um, in the world right now, they are just demons in disguise. They're just demons in disguise, <laughs> did you say? Yeah, they're running around like a wild, like, <laughs> I don't know what you call that. Like. Just basically climb up and down, you know. You yeah, we, yeah, we hear your sentiment, go on. Yeah, so um, for me, actually, if you really want to bring a kid into the world, you have to be prepared for all that comes along and that we will not know until the kid actually comes along and you adapt along the way. Carrying another child and playing with a child for an hour or two does not prepare you for anything that comes along. Yeah, thank you very much for your call. You're absolutely right. Yeah, because you, you can, can give always them back give them back at the end of the day. Other people's children. Mm-hmm. Ah, yes, those little angels. <laughs> they're they're, <laughs> they're angels only then. demons to their own parents, right? <laughs> That's exactly what happened. Uh, call us, folks. We're asking you today whether money is a big deciding factor when it comes to having kids. You can call us on zero three seven seven one zero nine thousand. You can text or WhatsApp us on zero one six two zero one nine thousand. We've got Johnny on the line. Hey, Hi, Johnny. Johnny, thank you so much for calling. Uh, is money a big factor, Johnny? Hey, hi, good evening. Uh, Omar, good evening, Caroline. Hi. Hi, it's John, by the way. Um, yeah, uh, obviously you guys are not parents. Yeah. No, we're not. No, we're not. Okay, listen. Um, Don't I, tell I, my I mom. Do agree with, <laughs> I do agree with a lot of the callers. Um, you couldn't possibly talk about, you know, just getting uh, cash incentive just to have a baby or just to be a parent. Right. Because I can consider myself a fairly successful parent. I've raised two kids and they've all grown and now they're all living overseas. And I can tell you so much. Uh, sorry, I just got through the talk. Sorry about that. Okay, I can tell you so much. You know, forget about the six kids, eight kids uh, program. You know, it doesn't work in today's age because the cost of bringing up kids is excruciatingly expensive. I've calculated it. <laughs> My two kids, from start to finish, upon graduation, cost me 1.6 million ringgit. 1.6? Wow. Oh. If you can't afford that, forget it. Don't even think about it. Mm. Because, you know, aside from the money, it is a sacrifice of time. I remember the times when I finished work at about 7.30 in the evening. I would get out of my, my work clothes, put on my shoes, and I would run with my kids just to be with them, spend a couple of hours with them before they go to sleep. <laughs> Wow. So, I do agree. I mean, it's all very easy to say you ought to bring four kids up and five kids up. Think about the kind of sacrifice and the kind of commitment that you'd have to put aside. Thank you very much, John. Thank you for your call. 1.6 million ringgit and time as well. Yeah, that's right. And you want to get out from the middle of the road. A little bit dangerous there. <laughs> right then. Call us on 0377109000. We've got the news coming your way. Don't go anywhere. Talk back Thursday on the evening edition. BFM 89.9. 0377109000 to talk back. BFM 89.9. Good evening, Caroline and Uma with you. It's Talkback Thursday, 03-771-09000. It's the number to call, 016-201-9000. You can text us and WhatsApp us on that number. And, of course, you can tweet us at BFM Radio. We're asking you today about the deciding factors when it comes to having children. How big a factor is money? Yeah, well, Esmond has this to say, uh, here I am losing sleep over whether I should get my only cat a sibling. And out there, people are talking about having eight human kids. There you go. (laughs) 
two cats are a problem. What about eight human kids? We've got Liu on the line. Hey, Liu, you don't like incentives. You think they're silly. Yeah, I do find it silly. I mean, okay, let's uh, come to the first point first. We're talking about $100 as an initiative to encourage people to have child. Um, I, I think for any parents who you know, wanted to have kids, Hundred dollars, you probably know that it's only enough to buy a can or a two of a milk powder. That's it. Yeah. Um, so it's very, very silly for those who plan to have kids. Huh? Um, what about for you, Liu? Uh, what are some of the factors? What are some of the deciding factors uh, you take when it comes to having children? Well, I, I, I want to have kids because I, I want to raise them. Um, you no, know, to be uh, to be someone someday, not necessarily to look after me. Uh, because I have uh, I know I wanted to be self-sustained. That, that's it. So I want them to enjoy the world. You know, what, what they can see for themselves. Same, similarly, just the same like, like I've been brought to the world. You know? we, uh, we don't ask to be born. Uh, my, my parents try very hard to raise us, so we have to be grateful. What I was trying to, wanted to share is the earlier lady, the young lady who called, who said that don't know whether she can look after herself or no, leave her alone, the parents. This is totally ungrateful command. I find it very ungrateful. Your parents have sacrificed so much to raise you. I mean, of course, saying that, okay, uh, you know, you don't expect any return. No parent will expect any return from the kids. Probably the way they put it is not tactful or, or not unreasonable, but they don't mean anything. You ask any parent in the world, they will not ask for any return. I don't, I don't yeah, thank you very thank much. Thank you but, very much for your call. You know, you? I don't necessarily think it's, um, sometimes it isn't an option. Um, and, you know, there isn't anyone else to turn to but your children. Uh, oh, no, absolutely. I think it's a very real consideration. You know, we've had talkbacks before where we were talking about care for the elderly. And I, I know people have people have called in and said just that. Sometimes they don't have any choice. They don't have any options. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's a real problem. Uh, we're asking you today about uh, deciding factors when it comes to having kids. Is money a big factor uh, for or against having children? Call us on 0377109000. You can text and WhatsApp us on you can tweet us at BFM Radio. We're going to read a couple of those messages out. So Daulat saying, considering raising kids is already stressful, uh, an effective welfare system like they have in developed countries uh, can really help uh, a lot. Uh, this one saying, nobody should have any kids. Life is full of suffering. Why would you burden your child with that? Um, uh, and also this Breath one. Of fresh air there. Yep, this one from Vinod saying it depends also whether it's the first or uh, subsequent de- uh, decision. Many parents stopped after one child, but mainly because of finances. Absolutely, we've got Mrs. Lau on the line. Mrs. Lau, thank you for calling. What are your thoughts? Okay, my thoughts is that uh, the first kid always depends on your age. Okay, because yep. uh, you have to go through it. Then only you will know that how expensive it is to. Uh, uh, raise a kid. As for the age is like, um, let's say when you get married in your 20s, you're, you are young and you will think that, oh, I still have time. I actually want my freedom. And then maybe I can have it in my 30s. But when you're in 30s and you don't have any kid yet, you'll be very worried. That's where you will actually uh, try to find out the reason why you don't have kids. Right. So as if you are, uh, let's say that you get married early mm. and you have kids, then subsequently, there's many more years. And as uh, the longer you get married, the more kids you will have. So I would say that uh, <laughs> the, first kid will always, the first kid will always be the age factor. 
The first kid will always be the age factor. <laughs> well, thank you very much for your call. Um, you know, that, that's a very good point, actually. I found that a lot of people, when they're older, um, do uh, that really determines how many kids they want to have, right, yes. when they're older. And when they're younger, they're, they're more prone to want to have more kids, or at least they feel they can have more kids. That's, yeah, that's because we're young at that, uh, at that point. There's a lot of things that you feel that you want to do when you're young. When you're young. Young okay. and you're free, yes. <laughs> We've got Ali Sharma on the line. Uh, Ali Sharma, thank you for calling. Uh, where do you stand with regarding factors for having children? There's only one factor to having kids. You know, the sense is the, the, the sense of security. Uh, what do you mean by security? Yeah, security does not mean that the only one security, which is like uh, you need to have financial security, you need to have relationship security, mm-hmm. you need to have a future security, you need to have the security of sanity that you don't go insane. With that eight eight uh, loudspeakers running around in the house, right? Okay, and it, it is already hard enough for, for for to look after two when you have to have eight, which is times four. I mean, just imagine you have four times four uh, a reason for you not to shoot yourself. For <laughs> reason not to sorry, <laughs> four reasons for you not to shoot, shoot yourself. yourself. Oh dear. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have kids? I have three grandkids. Oh. No wonder you're talking like this. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm blessed with my kids and everything. It's just that I, I see people nowadays that uh, they have kids and everything. They, I mean, I drive a cab. Right. Okay. And uh, there are a lot of people sitting behind me and they talk a lot of things that I overhear. Right, of, of course. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not eavesdropping. I'm just, just saying what how things are running now. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because, you see, the, the, the sense of security in a relationship is that because the man is out trying to earn a living, the woman is at home, and she's earning a living. The woman is out earning a living. That's Sorry? the reality. I said nowadays even the woman is out earning a living. Our producer, mother of two, sitting right in front of us, working, earning a living, husband's out, also earning a living, kids at home. Ah, madam, I just said woman is out earning a living and living ah, at the house. Okay. Okay. And, and please, feel for her. She has to go through this eight times. Eight times? Yeah, yeah. if you follow what the Trungandu says. Oh, yes. Yeah, if you follow what Trungandu says, she has to go through it eight times. Eight times she has to blow up. Eight times she has to have swollen feet. Eight times she has to go through craving. Yeah. Eight you're... times she cannot sleep and everything. All, all Please feel sorry for her. Yeah, I know you're right, Ali Sharma. I mean, uh, that's that's absolutely right, and and I think a lot of people don't actually consider that when 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 making these pronouncements. Also, Ali Sharma, I, let me just say, feel free to eavesdrop in your taxi, and then if you've got any interesting stories, you can call us. We're at always time here. We're the always number is here. zero three seven seven one zero nine thousand. That's right. Reading out some um, WhatsApps that have come in. So Ganesh saying, have we considered the implications of large families vis-à-vis the health uh, of the mother and the children? Hundred ringgit won't go far without. Uh, a healthy mother or with, or, or with an unhealthy child. Uh, Tamara says, on having a child, it depends on the readiness of the husband and wife to be parents, whether we're willing to change our lifestyle to adapt to having children. Uh, the mindset of being a parent and being responsible for another person's life is very important. Money is very important, especially for those uh, li- living uh, in uh, urban areas. Um, this one, quality or quantity can be the des- deciding factors to raise a family. We choose quantity when they grow up. They can be our policy makers. Uh, equals no quality, no brain. 
<laughs> and that is a fine note to end on, folks. Thank you so much for your calls, your texts, and your tweets. I don't think we've come to any consensus no, over we have what may not. be the deciding factor on having kids. Uh, but, you know, at the moment, I think the one thing we can agree on is that money is a major factor. Yep, and uh, according to our poll, uh, we've been asking you whether money is the main factor when it comes to having kids. 60% of respondents have said, yep. Oh, there we go. Thank you very much for all of that. Uh, This is Talkback Thursday on the Evening Edition. Wrapping up, Caroline Numa signing out on BFM 89.9. Thank you for listening to this podcast. To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my or find us on iTunes. BFM 89.9, The Business Station.